Hello and welcome to another episode of the Bear Report Podcast. This is the Bear Report Podcast, episode 82 for Thursday, August 16th, 2018. We are back and I have two of me, or two Brads at least here. <laughs> uh, we have, I think this is technically your second time on the show, but the first time it is a weird one. I think we, it was like our anniversary episode, but from all the way from the UTB land it's you to be brad how's it going hello there i'm good i feel weird without having erica say hello boys I yeah need i know that to get started <laughs> well hello boys <laughs> i guess we can say it that way i should have had her do like a recording beforehand so yeah, i know we could at least have that so presence here. she can record it for the uh, entire like podcasting network so we'll just use yeah. it it's gonna be really weird when i'm by myself and she says hello boys and there's just one of me but you know, <laughs> um, Brian D in the, the the chat is saying two brads for the price of one. There's no price of the show; it's free. But hey, if you want to start sending money, you can send it to one of us. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're really back. cheap. Yeah, we are really cheap. <laughs> cheap dates and everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're back. I'm back. Uh, I've been away for a very long time. I kind of took a little hiatus because I moved. Uh, if you guys can't tell, there's no bed behind me anywhere. There's a actually a living room behind me. Uh, I moved to Connecticut, back to uh, where I was for a little bit, and then back with the uh, now living with a girlfriend, and uh, back to doing all the Barry Porter stuff. So, uh, uh, if you kind of didn't notice, there was some delays in my posting and everything. That's why I am still working on my BlackBerry Key Two review. That's on its way. It's halfway done. I just uh, new job, new location, moving everything like that. No uh, time to really write as much as I want to. Uh, and we're going to be on a key four before you get that thing posted. Yeah, you know, uh, people keep asking me where's my BlackBerry Motion review too, and then like I'm done. I, mean, I haven't even <laughs> attempted. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Uh, also, you guys have been checking out the site. You probably have noticed that there is more than one of me or one person writing on the the site now. Uh, Hakeem, I, I don't know exactly how to say his name, but uh, hack. Barry over on BBM, he's now writing for us for a little bit. He's covering a lot of our UK stuff, so anything over in the UK that's happening, that's where he is. So uh, he's doing all the coverage over there. So hopefully that you guys are liking his posts and everything like that. And, uh, you know, yeah. So let's get to it. Uh, since I haven't been on air on anything besides last week's used to be broadcast, which is actually the first sighting of me, of course, uh, but... Uh, no one's really gotten my thoughts on the key two. Uh, we've never, we haven't heard your thoughts on the key two on our show, Brad. So I figured we would just kind of let loose on the key two and what we really feel about the key two. So you have a key two. I have a key two. You actually I have, do a, have silver, a key two. You have a C silver one, right? Yeah. So yeah. you you went from the space black version right key one, right? And then you went yeah. to the silver one. I kind of did the opposite of you. You, I went from silver to the black one. Uh, which one do you like better? You know, I, I honestly, seeing it in black, like the original renderings of it, it just didn't look that quality to me. Then when I form of it and I saw it in silver and saw that it was the SE design, it changed everything for me. But the reason I really chose the silver because they did give me a choice um, I just thought it would show up better on camera when I was doing my videos. So 
seeing the black now, seeing the silver now, I, it's kind of a toss-up for me. I mean, I think they both look great. I I really chose mine for camera presence, and I'm happy with it. I you know I do think it gets more attention because people see that keyboard, they see that it's not just a full screen when they see all the black. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, as I said, my key one was a silver key one, and when I had the silver key one, I was really dying to get the, the space uh, black version, of the, the black edition version of the key one, so I really love the color of that. Uh, and now I have the key two in black, which is the same color as the one I was looking for, and now part of me is kind of torn, I want to go back to the silver key too but i did kind of i really do i mean i love the color black on this it has that like stealth look to it uh just like the yeah. e1 did and i kind of if you pay attention to my instagram i kind of made a mention of i don't have it with me but the bold 9780 uh if you remember that device that was the bold after the 9700 but they space blacked that one out as well uh and it kind of really looks like that device kind of like a throwback to that where the SE or the uh, silver version kind of looks like a throwback to the SE version of the passport. Right. So I don't think BlackBerry Mobile did it like that. I think it's just me making assumptions. But uh, if they did, kudos to them. And I think that's a really cool concept if they're kind of making reference back to old, older BlackBerry devices. So, so what do you think? I, I think the black looks. I think the black looks sportier. I think it looks sportier and and say a little classier, but I'm the type of person that I want people to see my phone and comment on it. So I, I think having mine be not black kind of works better for my personality. Yeah, the silver kind of jumps out more at, at, at you, even on photos, on in public and, and whatnot. Uh, the cell phone, you know, the black one's more hidden, right? You know, the, the keyboard yeah. uh, frets aren't exposed as much, which I don't, don't like. I wish they would have just maybe done like the the keyboard frets a little bit silver or something like that nature, but I still want them to do a white black gray key two or key one or motion. You and your white phones, man. Hey, ever since I went from went to the white password, that you know. Uh, I've never had a white phone. I won't do it, even if it's got a BlackBerry logo on it. Yeah. I just I won't do it. I'm different. I like them in the summertime. <laughs> once it once the summer ends, it's like all right, white one I can do without. <laughs> It was weird too. You've had white frame sunglasses, haven't you? No, I've never had white frame sunglasses. But okay, um, check. when the passport came out, my review unit was a black. It was a black passport. I really liked it, and then I saw the white one. I quickly bought the white one and sent back the the black one. And like a little bit afterwards, I was like, man, I kind of want to go back to that black version passport because that had a really nice. Like when I once I start using the device for a bit, I kind of like. Hmm. Changed my mind and kind of like that that color, but <laughs> uh, what do you think of the overall device? You've used the Q1, you used the Motion. Now you're on the Q2. It. I feel dumb saying it because I swear I say it every new phone where I say this is my favorite phone of all time. You know, and it begins losing that power when you say that so much. But this really is my favorite phone of all time. You know, I mean, prior to this, the key one was, and it, the key one felt like it was designed specifically for me. Like I felt like this is everything I wanted in a phone. And then I get this key two, and it really is, I think it really comes down to the keyboard for me. I mean, the difference between Nougat and Oreo, 
it's not that big of a deal for me. Like I'm not really noticing anything that I use in Oreo that I was missing in nougat. But for me, it's all about uh, my dog just turned on my TV in my other room. <laughs> Way to go, dog. Wow, that's funny. But for me, my problem, I mean, my thing is the keyboard. And the uh, the Key 2 keyboard just feels so much better than the Key 1. Yeah, I agree. I like the keyboard on the Key 2 a lot better than I did on the Key. I mean, not to say that I didn't like the Key 1's keyboard. Key 1's keyboard was fine. Uh, but... The key too, it just has a nicer feel to it uh, in the hands and just typing wise. The glossy keyboard on the key one just didn't work very well. And I really like the matte feel or the matte finish of the key two's keyboard. Uh, just feels like a better typing experience. Uh, the only thing I noticed with the keyboard is I don't know if it's like this on yours, but the space bar is kind of noisy. It does make a different sound. Um... I was worried that was going to be a problem, but I, I've actually kind of grown to like it. I, I said in one of my videos, it kind of builds a cadence when you're typing. You got tap, 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 you know, tap, 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 tap. <laughs> you kind of, kind of yeah. makes me type faster. Yeah, I can definitely see, but it's, it's just one of those things where like, I don't mind the clickiness, but I can notice the clickiness or the sound of it. And not to say that I don't like the clickiness of the keyboard. I love that. I mean, yeah. Back when they're doing the event, the launch event, they're like, oh, we put so much effort from the Bolt 9900. Great device, probably one of the best keyboards out there. It just it came through a BlackBerry device. Uh, and the fact that they went back and looked at that device and listened to the clickiness and was like, all right, we're going to figure this out. But uh, it definitely is noticeable. And that's when I'm typing, it's, it's, I don't know. It's one of those things where like, if, if I don't pay attention to it, I probably won't notice it. But every when i hear it it's like oh man that, that clickiness is kind of loud but it's one of those things when you think back to older blackberry devices you're you know especially if you're anybody who was in a boardroom or a meeting or anything that your, your thing was uh you know i remember back in college when i had my curve i'd be typing and you didn't want the professor or anybody else in the meeting to hear you you know that, that space bar kind of is like all right if i'm typing with this device under a desk or under a <laughs> whoever's I'm meeting with is going to hear that space bar. I kind of have to like click, you know, but <laughs> for the keyboard, that's really my only nitpick. And it's a very small nitpick. Uh, and, you know, it's something I can well look, look past on it. Uh, as far as the Oreo goes, I like you, like you, I don't notice anything different in it. You know, I, I know notice performance wise, it's performs a lot better. And that's, Probably not because of Oreo. That's more because of what's under the hood compared to the key one. Uh, the yeah, there's only made the the uh, the pop out screen that you can do with like YouTube and stuff. That's a cool feature in Oreo. Well, the uh, key one had the pop out screen. Yeah, well, did it for everything? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It was a, it was a different type of pop out screen. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. The, the fallout screen. That's the fallout screen. That's not that pop out screen. Um, yeah, I mean the the the, the screen picture in picture. That's what I'm looking for. Right. Uh, if the where you can use it for any app like Maps or uh, I use it for Maps or or YouTube a lot. That's a really cool feature. The there's actually some software things I didn't like about the, what they do with the key one. It's more it's more BlackBerry's in too, um, with the convenience key or not the convenience, the um, uh, control key. Right. I think I mentioned this to you when I first got my key one or key two. Uh, on the key one, it is uh, the 
you can set it to do the space or not the, the, the shift key and C, V, or Z for copy, paste, undo, cut. On the key or the key two, you have to program it to the dollar sign, which is fine if you don't use the dollar sign too much. But if you use a dollar sign throughout your day, you can't use the dollar sign on the keyboard, the dollar key or the currency key on the keyboard. You have to go to symbol and then hit the dollar sign. So it kind of takes away a key to give you a key. But I don't the, know if you... the, uh, the speed key was a second shift key. Yeah. So they took away your second shift key to give you the speed key, which is fine. We'll get to the speed key in a minute. But I, I don't know if that's why they, they did it like this. But the, the only way to do the control options of this shortcut is to use the, the currency key now. Huh. I, I, I never used the control. Uh, I like, like I honestly didn't even know about it until you started talking about it. Yeah, I mean, that's it's one of the things that I really used a lot on the key one. And when I went to go set it up on the key two, like, at first I couldn't find it. And I was like, oh, man, did they, not, they take that away from me? That's horrible of Blackberry to do that. And then I discovered that's the currency key is like, okay, it's not as horrible, but why did they do it like that? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just one of those, again, another, another thing that I nitpicked, uh, Clarky in the uh, uh, chat says he hates that it's a dollar the currency key as well. Um, the other software thing, I kind of like this actually, is the update process, right? When you go to look for an update on your key too, there's no longer the BlackBerry update app which I felt on the key one and the motion kind of threw people off a bit, especially if you came from, if you came from a priv, right? The priv had the software update option in the settings. And then you went to key one and you went to key or motion. They had the update app, right? Now on the key two, there's no app for updates. It's just back in the, uh, it's back in the settings. settings. So it's like, like, I don't know if Oreo made him do it like that, or if Nougat made him do it on the key one, and the we'll have to see what the Oreo update comes with the motion and the key one, but yeah, really. Uh, I wonder how why they did it like that. It's one of those um, things. Anything software related on your end that you can you see with Oreo that you're not fond of, or um, really? I mean, the only thing I've really noticed is that picture in picture, and I've used it. I've used it for watching videos when I'm in a BBM chat and somebody shares a video. And I've used it for the GPS so that I can get my directions while doing something else. Otherwise, there's really not much of a difference for me at yeah. all. No, it's it's the same. I mean, that's you know, with Android P coming out, Android Pi, that's there's really not going to be too much visual changes that you're going to see or anything noticeable that you're going to see. It's again, it's a lot of these updates that that Android is doing. To the OS is really under the hood and to performance wise and battery improvements. So, which is fine, you know, if you if Google is going to make battery life even better on my key two than it is on the, than it is now, by all means go for it. And there's a lot yeah. of cool things coming in Android Pie that that you know uh, we'll talk about at a later date. But you know, a lot of these updates that they do on Android side aren't really noticeable changes, which is fine if if it's improving things behind the scenes. I'm all for that. But yeah, it's there's not really a big difference besides again, like I said, performance is a little bit better, but I want to know how much of that is Oreo compared to the 
the harder. Uh, battery life. What do you what do you see in battery life wise? You know, it, it for me, it's about the same as the key one. You know, I mean, I I am a very heavy user. My screen is on between seventy and eighty percent of the day, and so I actually do recharge during the day. You know, typically around six, seven o'clock or so, I will find myself a plug and plug in. Um, I did that with my key one and I'm doing that with my key two. So I assume it's about the same. I haven't really, I mean, I haven't noticed a dramatic change between the two. I've, I, I still use my key one. My key one is my secondary phone and battery is awesome. Best I've had on a Blackberry ever. Um, but between those two phones, it feels the same. Now, I'm somebody on the passport, man. I couldn't, I could never make it eight hours on a battery charge. You know, I remember all these people showing two-day battery life and all this. It's like, I couldn't even make it through a day of work. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just, I understand. I don't dim my screen. I've got it turned up as bright as it can get. My screen's on all day long. So I expect that to happen. Never had a better battery. Yeah, the, the battery life, I mean, I, I'm a heavy user too. And I have, uh, last time I checked was like 20 accounts in the hub. So, and they're all thinking, yeah. I don't have anything like, <laughs> turned off the not sync i think some i mean some of my accounts they're it's you know i have a lot of email accounts that aren't syncing like calendar and context but other than that it's all syncing email uh and social media accounts and everything's in the hub so uh you would think with all those accounts that my battery usage that i mean i always tell people that if you're looking for someone to test your battery i'm a probably a good very good person to give your battery to because i will tell you if it's good or bad i mean i can most days I can make it through into the next day. So I usually go a day and a half without charging uh, on my phone. Now I came from the motion. So I went key one, the motion and motion has fantastic battery. I could, yeah, that, just, that would last me two days uh, most for the most part. And that's got to be your screen and everything. And when I heard the key two had the slightly smaller battery than the key one, I was like, okay, that's, you know, I understand why they, they had to re reduce battery because of space and all that fine. Great, just don't interfere with my battery life. And they haven't really, uh, like I said, a day and a half is what I'm getting. There are some days where, where I, sh I do have to charge up at the end of the night. And it's, you know, depends on how heavy of a day it has been with uh, messaging, BBM, and all that stuff. Uh, you know, and yeah, I mean, battery life is fine. I really like that battery uh, app that they have going and the notifications kind of uh, tell you when you should start, start charging your device because it, it thinks it's going to run out. I, I don't pay attention yeah. greatly to it, but it, it, it is handy that it starts popping up. Like, oh, I should charge my phone. Cool. <laughs> you know. Um, Kyle in the chat says, in his opinion, the key two should be like $500 at most. 650 is just too much for uh, me to swallow a mediocre screen and not an amazing processor. I want the p keyboard, but not the price. Well, the, the, I think that price is your, your, that you're what you're paying for the keyboard. I don't think you're paying that price for the, the hardware. I think it's what you're paying for the keyboard. You know, what do you think of the price with, for six fifty? I have zero problems with the price. I actually get, uh, and pardon me, Kyle, but I get really frustrated when people say that. There, there was just another video that was shared with me last night. Some YouTuber going off about. The phone don't buy this phone blah 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 and it was it, his his reasoning was it's a small screen and it has a keyboard right 
I mean, it's like, these are the design elements that we want. The screen is fine. Is it top of the line Samsung screen? No, it's not. It's fine. And if I was somebody that wanted top of the line screen, I wouldn't be looking at BlackBerry. I, I want the keyboard. I want the security. I want the BlackBerry apps. And you can't tell me that what I want in a phone is less important than what you know the guy from Unbox Therapy wants in a phone. And saying that this phone that's designed for somebody like me in mind should be less than half the price of a, of a Galaxy or less than half a price of an iPhone. I, I mean, it's like you're already at nearly half the price of those phones. I, how cheap do you need it to be? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, yeah, the processor is a low, it's not the highest spec processor. I have not. But there's a reason for that processor too. Yeah, and it's your battery life. It's your battery life. And I even on the key one, I mean, the key one eventually throughout time got a little bit slower, but I think that's more Android than it is processor. Even on the key one, you know, that device had no issues really keeping up with, with what I was doing on my phone. And again, I know we always harp on this that BlackBerry devices are, are more are tools, not toys, right? They're more geared for people who are trying to get crap done or shit done, whatever you want to, want to say. And, um, you know, you, you have to kind of keep that in mind that these devices are... Again, we had this kind of discussion, slight discussion on UTP's uh, broadcast that BlackBerry is the only manufacturer that makes keyboards right now. Now, whether that's a good or bad thing, that's uh, go watch the other podcast. You'll have that discussion there. But <laughs> um, it is the only device that has a keyboard to it, or only manufacturer that makes keyboards. So I think that 650 price tag that we're kind of seeing that that's kind of where these devices are coming out. I think the keyboard is the reason that drives that price high. Because they know that this is the only device with a keyboard in it. If you want a keyboard, you want security, this is your price to pay uh, for a mission. And, you know, if you look at, if you compare this device from BlackBerry Key 1 or BlackBerry Key 2 versus a Samsung Note 8 or the OnePlus 6 or the iPhone 10 or whatever, yeah, the, the specs aren't the same. And, you know, if you want to say that the BlackBerry Key 2 is high and you look at the Note 9 that just got announced, you know, the Note 9 is a $1,000 phone compared to, and now, yeah, there's two different spec devices, and they're they're meant for two different audiences, right? If you go out and buy a Samsung Note 9 tomorrow, Brad, is that because you want to be productive more, or are you looking to entertain yourself more? Consume. That, that's yeah. the difference. It's, it's the difference between consumers and producers. And, and like, I'm sorry, Clark just said in the chat, I love the key tube at 650 is too high when you can get a OnePlus 6 that blows it away. Um, the OnePlus 6 has absolutely no bearing on me. There's nothing I want about that phone, like yeah. literally nothing. So why would I be like, ooh, this phone, I can get it, and I'll, I'll save money by not getting this phone. It's like, no, because I don't want the OnePlus 6. I don't want the, the S9. You know, it's like I want a keyboard. Yeah. I want my productivity suite. I want all of my BlackBerry apps. And... Yeah. I mean, you can't get any of those things on any other phone. You cannot get a single other Android phone that has not been hacked. And by hacked, I'm talking about rooting. There's yeah. only one company out there that can produce a phone that can't be hacked right now. Yep. I think that's worth 650. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, technically, you can kind of get the, the 
most of the BlackBerry apps on your Samsung phones or whatever, because BlackBerry licenses out the the, the hub suite. But other than that, that's like okay, I can go buy a Samsung today and load up all the hub the hub calendar the and BBM on it, and it's still not a BlackBerry device. It just has right. BlackBerry apps on it. It's again uh, typing on a virtual keyboard versus a keyboard. I want to choose the button the one the the buttons on it that I'm going to be feel more accurate with, going to feel a lot better with. And I also have I want a device that's going to be secure and allow me to do things on my phone. Have to have to worry about something mal some kind of malware system or anything like that. OnePlus Six is a great device, absolutely no question about it. The Note Nine is probably going to be a fantastic device, but that doesn't have what I want. And for me exactly. to look for something that I want, I have to pay the price that that. You know, now if the BlackBerry Key Two was eight hundred dollars, yeah, okay, that's a different story. Because even you know this device being at eight hundred dollars, I probably wouldn't really want. If it had a slightly better processor, better, slightly better camera, then and then it's at eight hundred dollars, then it's a different story. But you know, I don't, and we have to kind of remember what what BlackBerry Mobile kind of said when they launched the Key One. All right, what did they say? They're not looking to beat anybody right now. They're not looking mm-hmm. to beat Samsung at, at sales. They're not looking to beat Apple at sales. They're not looking to beat OnePlus at sales. They know that there's a niche market right now for the keyboards with for BlackBerry devices, and that's what they're aiming for. They're aiming for people like and you they're and building me. the brand name. Yeah, they're building uh, the brand I name. Mean, but, uh, you know, a year ago or before the Key One came out, when BlackBerry was mentioned, it was always they're still alive. They're still a company. I thought they were gone. You know, you don't hear that anymore. The reviews on this Key 2 unit have been very, you know, very much so positive. There's essentially two reviews that I can think of that have been negative reviews towards it as far as anybody that has any sort of following, right? Um, What they're trying to do is successful. Like, and, and that's kind of the thing. How do you determine the price of an item? Well, the price of the item should be what somebody's willing to pay for it. I was willing, I'm willing to pay it. You're willing to pay it. I know Clark paid probably a couple times, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that determines the worth of the product. And then where he's talking about, I, I hear sells are poor. Um, what's a poor sell? It's when you sell less than you planned. Like, remember the key one, as far as the amount of phones that they sold, I don't believe it was very much. I think it was actually very small and it was wildly successful for them because they plan to sell less. When you plan to sell a million phones, but you only sell 800,000, well, that's a failure. But if you plan to sell 100,000 and you sell 400,000, you just had a bigger success than the company that sold 800,000 but planned to sell 100,000. And BlackBerry Mobile, you know, know, kind of mentioned the other manufacturers that are licensed partners but blackberry mobile has from what I, as far as i'm concerned they've launched three successful or well reviewed yes. blackberry devices in a row yep. three of them right the key one i wish the motion wasn't so forgotten but yeah yes, the motion is a forgotten device but as far as review goes it did really well it had a crappy camera right or uh, not as great of a camera as the key one but everything else on that device is fantastic mm-hmm. the key one had a great had a great review record right D2 has a great review record. They need the last BlackBerry devices before the Key 1 motion and the Key 2 to all have successful reviews. 
right? It, you have to go way back in the BlackBerry OS. The bold. The bold, right? <laughs> yeah. And then the, 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 bold. the bold, the passport, and maybe the, Z, the Z, uh, Z30, right? Those are your three devices that had really good reviews, but none of them were consecutive, right? They all were kind of, and even the, well, okay, the Passport and the Z30 were really re well reviewed among BlackBerry or sites. Right. Everybody else didn't review them very well, yeah. right? You know, and yeah, I mean, maybe the last BlackBerry devices that had, uh, maybe the last manufacturers that had three good devices come out with really good reviews on them. Right, I mean, Apple has some good reviews, not so good reviews, right? Well, Apple Apple blogs and Apple users will always give an Apple a good review, even if it blows up in their pocket. Or but then the outside world is like, why, people, why? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't know too many device manufacturers that have gotten really good, successful device reviews tackling their first three devices, right? I mean, yeah, there's right. been BlackBerry devices before, but these are the first three devices officially made by BlackBerry Mobile or TCL. You know, yeah, they had their hands in the DTX devices, and though I consider those more trial-run devices than anything. You know, so that's like preseason, right? No one cares about preseason and football and sports, whatever you, sports ball that you don't follow, anything like that. But um, – <laughs> The leap is so underrated. <laughs> okay, we said success. it really is. We said successful <laughs> reviews. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't. Know. I think price tag could it be high? Eh, maybe, but that's the price you have to pay to get a keyboard on, on your phone that you want, and security wise. If you want to go buy a cheaper phone, go for it. By all means, have at it. I mean, have fun with your hackable Android device that has no keyboard to it and. You know, has, might have a fancy camera to it. Wahoo! The, the hackers have, have lots of fun looking at you as you're using your phone. <laughs> but, and, and I mean, that's that really is the key. People are like, "Oh, but you get a better screen, you get you know a better processor." Which, by the way, that processor there's very little difference between actual performance and a huge amount of difference between battery performance. Yeah. Um, but the the my thing is is it's great that you have a better screen, a better camera, a better processor. None of that is worth the price difference for me. I would not pay for any of those items personally. What I would pay for are exactly the items that I'm getting in my key too, which is the security, the keyboard, the BlackBerry suite and work, uh, suite of apps and workflow that I've been used to for the majority of my life. Those things are worth money to me. Uh, an OLED screen that I can't see out in the sunlight Totally not worth it for me. Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, and Kyle kind of made a good point. You know, Android is a hard sell because there's so many devices out there. Maybe if, if BlackBerry Mobile kind of marketed this thing or as a secure device, then it might be a different story. We saw a little bit of marketing come from BlackBerry Mobile during the event, and we saw that little video that they have. But, I mean, as far as marketing goes, I think I heard somewhere that they were, they were planning some kind of commercial somewhere down the road for an event. I don't remember when, but you know, I haven't seen any marketing, which hopefully they changed their concept on that and market this device. But you know, I'm not holding my breath for it because I don't expect it because it's a BlackBerry device and there's never been a good BlackBerry commercial ever. Really? There seems to be like a curse when it comes to BlackBerry and marketing. 
And I mean, speaking yeah. as a BlackBerry fan, BlackBerry has always had these amazing devices and zero marketing, no matter who's in charge of the head hardware now, right? And even their software on the software side, the, and BBM, anybody that has anything to do with BlackBerry has zero marketing. Then yep. you've got Apple, and I don't know what I'm allowed to say on this podcast or not, but Apple is crap, and they've got the best marketing in the world. Yep. That's the difference. You know, it's like well, quality product, horrible marketing, crap product, the best marketing this com- this world's ever seen. Yeah. I mean, as much as I hate Samsung, I think their marketing is better, but that's just because they take jabs at, that's it, at Apple. <laughs> yeah. um, Which is what Apple used to do on their computer side. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, when they launched that that ad during the event, I was like, "Oh, great! A, a actual really good BlackBerry." I mean, that ad was fantastic. It it drove the point across that the BlackBerry Q2 is here. Uh, you missed your old BlackBerry. Well, here's a BlackBerry device uh, that's going to remind you of the past. And then, so the, where's more of that? Where? Yeah, we're we know that they could do it. There's yeah, it was an amazing there. commercial. Yeah, and uh, the, the most exciting thing to come out of that launch event was that commercial. And it just kind of went away. Yeah, I mean, it's on YouTube somewhere, but use you know, I don't see it as an ad on YouTube. It's just a YouTube video, right? Just put it somewhere. Put it on in between Fox News or whatever. And and you know, I posted, I, I put it into the Fairport or BBM group that I shared a, a, a I think a video or a photo from uh, when the Phillies back in two thousand eight won the World Series, and the sponsor of the World Series that year that or the playoffs, I, uh, it was it was like the divisional game. But the sponsor of that broadcast was BlackBerry, and there's a big BlackBerry logo in the back of the the of the, the shot. And it's like that is the advertising that we need nowadays. That we needed then too, but we need that back in the in the alignment. But yeah, if they market it at you know this device would probably sell better even with a six fifty price tag. But yeah, so that's a little bit of our thoughts on the key too. I mean, that's you know if you want to know more, I'll have a review up sometime in the near you know, <laughs> year or something like that. But uh, speaking of Q2, uh, Brad, did you know you can now secure your device even more with a case from Sadia? I, di- I did know that because I read it on Barry Reporter today, and I need to get that on my site. Yeah, at least <laughs> one person read the site today, so that's always good. Uh, so, yeah, Sadia, I mean, there's only a few accessory cases or accessory companies that I really like, and Sadia is one of them. Because uh, they're they my favorite, out, they put out some really good stuff, and they still make a belt clip for your BlackBerry. So that's the other portion that I like them for. But they launched two new cases, and technically, their belt clip—they have two belt clips, but one's really only for the case. So they have an optic case, which is a fifteen-dollar case, which is very basic, uh, very slim. They also have the surface case, which I love because it has a kickstand to it. Uh, and comes in three different colors, black, blue, and red. Uh, the red looks really good. And they have the holsters, like I said, the spring clips uh, that I get for every device that I've ever really owned, unless it's, you know, unless BlackBerry comes out with their own holster, then I've gotten that holster. But the the Sadia ones are always the ones I go for uh, because they're, like, the only ones that make a holster for anything anymore. And I don't know why. I mean, they sell pretty well enough for Sadia to notice. But, yeah, some really cool-looking cases. Um they're about 30 35 bucks so if you're looking to get them they're they're worth the price i think especially if they're protecting your phone but and yeah. i don't like what they did with the fingers 
on the side around the buttons. So if you look at around the buttons, it looks like they've got fingers sticking out. I'd prefer they just uh, not have those at all. Yeah, you can cut just those off. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Snip. Um, Heat uh, up a butter knife and melt them off. Yeah. You know, it, yeah, I don't, that's not like the only portion. I'm not really a big case person. If you ask anybody, if you ask my girlfriend, I'll buy a case and, and three days later it's off and I'm not using it. So cases are useless to me, but the only thing I really use is the, the holster. And the other thing I did buy from Sadio that I still use, well, it's kind of away right now, but uh, uh, they have a, a universal USB-C uh, dock. They're kind of like a, a stand for it. So it's pretty cool. It's, it works with anything USB-C. So uh, any BlackBerry device that's come out recently, that's there to it. And uh, yeah, that's it's a really cool little accessory that they, they offer as well. But uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, so speaking of older devices, so the Key One and the Motion apparently are getting Oreo right now. I haven't gotten it on my devices yet. Have you gotten it on yours? Neither. Nothing. Been I keep getting... mashing that button and nothing's happening. Yeah, so either our devices are stuck somewhere very far away in the uh, servers, or there's some people are getting it early, and some people just haven't gotten it yet. I'm sure it's you just have to wait for it to hit our devices. Uh, my motion and key one have been off in the drawer, so I was thinking maybe that's why, because it hasn't touched anything and <laughs> network-related in a week, maybe. But yeah, uh, hopefully that comes from, as far as I've been hearing, the beta's been going pretty well. I know we talked about this on the YouTube broadcast with Erica, and she has the beta. Um, right. I think she said her phone was kind of running a little sluggish, but other than that, really well. Uh, and I'm kind of curious. You so know, she I, didn't complain about that until the podcast. Yeah, until we that mentioned That was news it. to me. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as we mentioned it, that's a big issue now, right? Uh, the So what I'm going to do with mine, I've kind of determined that I'm going to, once it comes to my motion in, in Q1, uh, I'll probably use one next to the key two, or maybe just use one without, and take take a break from the key two, uh, and see if it works well enough. And if it doesn't work well enough, I'm going to factory reset the two devices and see what a clean install looks like. Because I I feel, and I said this on the the YouTube broadcast that ever since I've used Android way back in the day, use install a big update on top of whatever you have on there currently, it's bogs down. Then you go and factory reset the device, bring everything back from scratch. It works a whole lot better as far as yeah, I'm I think you're I think you're right on that. I think that should be a standard direction there. Which I you know I mean that's I've, a big update you're doing. That's a big update, but that's something you shouldn't have to do. But that's you know technically the Android world that we live in now. Uh, you know, if we never had to do that on BlackBerry 10, we never had to do it. Well, BlackBerry OS, you kind of had to do it. But BlackBerry 10. Uh, you know, on, even on BlackBerry 10, man, every time we loaded leaks and and any op OS that wasn't there, I always did it clean. I always did a clean well, install. Yeah, I I've, always, I've always done clean installs too. But, you know, that's that's you and me. You know, we know what we're well, so we, wanna, we know what we're doing. But we know what we're doing, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you, know, you know, for your average consumer, they shouldn't have to go reload everything that they don't probably have no clue what they're what's backed up or passwords or anything like that, and reload on their BlackBerry device or Android device or whatever device they're using. But yeah, those updates are, are apparently out there. I haven't seen them yet. Brad hasn't seen them yet, but people have reported that they're there. So 
we'll, we'll believe. It's funny because I was hearing, you know, I was hearing all day, was it yesterday about the key one and, and I posted it. And then today I started hearing about the motion, but there's not a single person that I know that has got it. So I'm like, yeah. where is this coming from? I didn't post the motion today because I still don't know a single person that's got it on the key one. Yeah, I'm just I mean, like, are these some weird rumors? Well, the weird thing was that the the key so for well after the key two was launched, everyone was like, all right, where's Oreo on the key one motion? And then Black Mobile did say, hey, it's coming. It's going to come slightly after the key two launch. Which I'm like, okay, fine. You want to market your new phone? And you put some beta rollout with the key one, right? They said, here, here's a beta. Have The users no no notice was mentioned about that, so it's like okay, motion. I guess they're gonna have some kind of separate beta for them maybe down the road, and then all of a sudden today we start hearing that there's a motion Oreo update. So maybe they just didn't bother testing it with with the masses, but you know, I don't know. Maybe there's less to test on a slab phone than on a keyboard phone. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, I know the keyboard's different than the mo than the touchscreen device because you have to have the the additional programming for the keyboard itself. So I thought right. maybe that's why they did extra testing on the key one just to make sure the keyboard worked with with Oreo. But then I'm like, oh, they had the key two already, so yeah, exactly for it. So you would think that okay, they don't have a touchscreen device with with the Oreo running on it, so they would have done the beta test on the motion compared to the key one. But I don't know. Maybe they just maybe they're testing the beta to see if the servers could handle it. I don't know. But uh, speaking of the other BlackBerry devices, I know we've been talking a lot about BlackBerry mobile devices, but uh, there was another BlackBerry device kind of announced, and that is from the folks over at Optimus, the BlackBerry Evolve and the Evolve X. And they're really good-looking phones. They are. And they're really... Except for that fingerprint sensor. Yeah, that, I don't know why that fingerprint <laughs> sensor is in the back. But that, I'm going to chalk that up <laughs> to being a Optimus thing and call it a day there. Because <laughs> I don't know what, you know... The, the Motion had it spot on when it was in the front. The Q1 and the Q2 have had it spot on with it being on the spaceport. Optimus puts it on the back and I'm like, you're not working with BlackBerry Mobile on that one, definitely. <laughs> you know, I have heard people complain about the chin on the uh, Motion, that it's too big. And, and it's like, come on, people. You guys love the Z30. And that thing was the Jay Leno phone. Yeah. But, the, like, I, I understand people nowadays want all screen, as small of bezels as they can get. Yeah. I'd rather have a bezel with the fingerprint sensor on the front, personally. Yeah, I mean... It was funny when the key one launched. Everyone's big complaint was that there was no BlackBerry sign or logos on the front. Mm -hmm. And then the motion launched, and they have a big BlackBerry logo on the front. And they're like, "That's we need more. There's no, there's no logo on the front. Well, there's a big one right there in the speed in the <laughs> fingerprint sensor. That's not enough. And you know, it's all right." Um, is, does it even evolve even have that there? I don't remember. Does it, it has a like it, it has does. a logo, right? I thought it did. I does it. 
Maybe start looking. Possibly. I close all my show notes in front of me here. I was so afraid you were going to say that as you started talking about logos. Yeah, I, I was afraid that I was going to say that too. And then I started talking about logos. So. Um, no, nothing that I can see. Okay, yeah. So nothing's there. Um, yeah, so no logo there. But the. So let's talk about the Evolve and the Evolve X. First off, we have two devices. The name, I like it. Some people don't like it. I like it. Uh, do you like it? I I like it, but I prefer the Ghost. Yeah, I prefer I like its ghost. code name. Well, I prefer the Mercury. Like pretty much every BlackBerry throughout history, I've always preferred the code name over yeah. the marketing name. BlackBerry Mercury, BlackBerry Krypton. I've preferred those <laughs> names a lot better than I've... Key one, key two, great names. Motion's great name, but I uh, would would have preferred to call my BlackBerry the BlackBerry Krypton, so I yeah, could fight too. Superman you know, <laughs> with it. Uh, get away, Superman! Here's my Krypton. Uh, the uh, so yeah, the Evolve and the Evolve X are both touchscreen devices, and the, here's what kind of threw me off with it: is the Evolve X. I was expecting it to be a bigger screen device. So when you think of you know, you have the iPhone, iPhone, and the iPhone Plus. You have the Samsung and the Samsung Plus, right? So I'm thinking X means bigger, right? Nope. <laughs> X just means more, better. Not really even better specs, just a better camera and a processor, and yeah, slightly more exactly. So. Okay, so then well, you got all these people all over the world saying, "Oh, the six hundred and sixty is a bad chip." So they're like, "Okay, then yeah. here's here's a smaller one." And yeah, here's a smaller one, and we'll save you some money. <laughs> um, but we have to kind of remember that this is a device for a different market. We haven't got any yeah. word of uh, that it's coming anywhere other than India, which is fine, I guess. I would love for it to come to the U.S. Uh, or to North America, for that matter, all over the world. I want everybody to have it, but. Um, you know, Evolve X, great. Throw some extra specs into there and a slightly better camera to it. And the the pricing is a little bit different. I think, what's, what's the price of it? The Evolve is four something and the, the Evolve X is slightly more than that. But uh, I do, the wireless charging is kind of a cool thing, right? We uh, I know a lot of people have been wanting wireless charging on a BlackBerry device, uh, on the recent BlackBerry devices for that matter, but it's not a necessity necessary thing to have for me, but it's something that would be convenient for me to have uh, on a BlackBerry device, so that's nice that they're getting it, uh, but that means that that phone is made of some kind of glass material, right, on that back? Uh, no, it doesn't have to be glass. I mean, I, I think it's just, uh, I think it's a, a, a grippy material on back. Yeah. It basically just can't be metal. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll see what that is about, but the, uh, the, you know, Are you the bringing rear... up all these things? I don't know the answer for Brad. I don't know the answers for either. So that's that. That means two Brads are clueless. <laughs> <laughs> um, the cameras are slightly better. One's uh, monochrome. The other one is not. So that means. So that's cool. I mean, uh, do you think there was really? So if say this device is coming to North America, and they they came out that evolve and evolve X, do you think there would be an, an I know why they did this because they want some people to buy the the lower end device and just and still buy a BlackBerry device. But do you think they should have just evolved X and that's it? 
You mean if, if like TCL decided to sell it to their market? Yeah, yeah, definitely just the Evolve X. It doesn't seem like people are too thrilled with the Evolve. Um, but I really do want just a really cheap entry-level BlackBerry device. Yeah. But I don't think a touchscreen is the way to go. I no, really I don't, don't think the touchscreen is the way to go. I mean, we said this on the HP broadcast that you think of BlackBerry, you know, back in the day, BlackBerry devices, they were, they were like the leader in entry-level devices everywhere. And they're, yeah. you know, even when BlackBerry was struggling in North America and in U.S. and Canada, they were kicking butt still in, like, you know, other countries in the Indonesia, lower, Indonesia yeah. in the lower end device market because they're making good devices at, at a really good price for, you know, like $100, $200 uh, devices, and people are buying them up left and right. That's what they did in North America. Some of that had to do with Bez, too, though, because they were or actually Biz, because they could get much cheaper data service. Well, yeah, that, that's why they sold them cheap devices, because they knew that they wanted the cheaper data services, and here, we'll make a $100 phone for you, or whatever price you know it was. Uh, so when you think of BlackBerry, you know, you, you were expecting, you know, lower-end device makes a lot of sense. And for a company like TCL, and we're, we'll kind of get to this in a bit, but for a company like TCL that that has a brand called Alcatel that is well-known to be in the cheap, low-end market, you know, you would think that they would be in favor of that. Now, I don't want them to be like, cheap, low-end devices, here we come, and, and sell that all the time. I really don't want TCL getting that mindset and just low-end everything, but, you know... Well, they, I, they stated they wanted BlackBerry to be their premium device Yeah. Um, early on. But at the same time, it's like you want to grow that market. The best way to grow that market is through entry-level devices. Yeah, price tag, right? If I can get a, you know, a lower-cost BlackBerry device for, you know, for lower costs, you know, by, then that's going to get me kind of into the brand. That, you know, that was always the concept behind, like, the low-end BlackBerry devices back in the day. BlackBerry was expecting you to buy a BlackBerry Curve, right? And really love the BlackBerry experience, love the keyboard, love the uh, trackpad, trackball, whatever it was at the time, and then want to go up a little, right? You want to go to a bold or, or whatever. And I really think that, you know, kudos to Optus for doing it like this. You know, here's your Evolve. Get your little, you know, you know taste buds going here, and then go up to the Evolve X if you're I, I don't think them to expect them to do that because then you're going to be buying a phone right away. But, you know, I would wonder if TCL is going to do that, if, if that's the reason behind it with Optimus right now for launching two devices, kind of, you know, they want a device for everybody, which is great by, by all means. I'm not saying they shouldn't be doing it like this, but, you know, it just makes you wonder why they're doing it slightly wide like this. But uh, it's a cool looking device. I really hope that we see it in the other markets. It, uh, you know, maybe... With the fact that TCL let uh, Optimus sell the Q1, that uh, Optimus will return a favor and let TCL sell the uh, Evolve and Evolve X. But the other other thing that I I was kind of uh, thrown off by that we discovered, or I helped you guys discover it last podcast, is the the Evolve and Evolve X don't have a SD card slot. Actually, there's somebody that responded that was oh, listing it? off that it does have an SD card. Okay. Well, and makes- I did not go and check into that either which way. <laughs> well, that makes me feel better if, if someone, at least somebody said that there is an SD card slot because nobody yeah. said it. Before, so. 
the fact that one person said that there is that that makes me feel slightly better but i right need to see it to believe it um and speaking of people who want, might want to buy this device the kind folks over at youtube blogs uh did a poll and i stole that poll from them from my topic list uh because they're they're nice to me uh and they asked <laughs> uh will you be buying a blackberry evolve i don't think these i don't know if these numbers are accurate or not but uh from when i pulled them <laughs> um 61 percent of the people said they wanted to buy the evolve x now and then uh and twenty-seven percent said not at this time. So uh, that's 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 us. That's the market outside of India, right? Because uh, I did two polls. Yeah, and then the other market, the other poll was, would you buy Evolve model in your market? Uh, and eighty-three percent said yes, bring it. And then sixteen percent said no, I'll stick with what's offered in my market. So there you go. Apparently, people want this device. Right, in other markets. Well, these are these are people that come to a BlackBerry blog, though. Keep yeah. that in mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, we might be getting a. Uh, we're all this talk about kind of a lower end spec device. Uh, we might be kind of getting that. The, the, there's been this device been uh, coming out here and there that's called the BlackBerry or kind of code name. That there's really no official code name for this device. That uh, it's been rumored as a BlackBerry Key Two LE. Light edition, that's what I'm going to yeah. call it. <laughs> uh, um, SE, right? That's <laughs> that's taken by something else. Right? <laughs> <laughs> BlackBerry. Um, they could have called it the PE, the plastic edition. Yeah, but then when that when Pi came comes out, they kind of be like, uh, <laughs> well, the BlackBerry right. Key to Pi P. Uh, <laughs> so this is a from what we've been kind of gathering is that this is a lower end spec. BlackBerry Key 2 that's going to hit some markets. I don't know where. I'm assuming everywhere that the Key 2 is. I would assume but, so. Uh, so kind of run down. These are spec coming from Android Police. Uh, this is going to have a Snapdragon 636, uh, 4 gigs of RAM, either 32 or 64 gigs of storage, 4 to 5 inch display, uh, 1080 by 620 or 1620 LCD, which is the same on the Key 2. Uh, 3,000 milliamp battery and a 13 and 5 megahertz of camera compared to the 12 and 12. And then the measurements are all the same. So um, what do you think? Oh, oh, the other rumor of this device before I let you think about it or talk about it is that it supposedly won't have a capacitive keyboard to it, which we've all come to right. love on our BlackBerry keyboard devices. Now, I know you don't like this, and you think it's a big no-no or a big mistake for them to do. I kind of agree with you, and I kind of don't, but go ahead. Well, I mean, that's that's essentially it. I I want them to bring out a... I, I'm assuming this will be a, a mid-range phone as far as pricing goes. I'd love to see, like, an entry-level phone, but I'm assuming a mid, mid-range. Um, there are lots of things that I could... I would be okay with them downgrading as far as the processor and the screen and the battery and, and, you know, to get it to an entry level device, the, the, I'm not cool with that taking the capacitive keyboard away. I think that is an error in judgment as far as bringing the cost down, because I think that that is a competitive advantage, especially when dealing with a physical keyboard. There's a lot of people out there that have this idea the physical keyboard is, that's what grandpa uses or that's what Brad uses, right? 
it's yeah. that's what the old guy uses and I you know I don't want to use that but then when you have that capacitive uh, keyboard it brings a new quality to it you know it's not just the old curve or bold that you had 10 years ago yep. this does something and I think we're missing out by not having that on it yeah and I agree you know and I the only thing I can think of is it's it's cost saving, right? So they want to keep the cost down on the device, so take away the capacitive keyboard, which I really want to know if that's if that is true, I want to know how much of a cost difference we're talking here. Yeah. I, I can't see it being, you know, if I'm going through the cost of the device and looking for ways to shave off cost, I really don't see it. I mean, again, I don't know officially what these prices of hardware is or anything like that, but I can't see the capacitive keyboard being that well worth taking off to make up for the, the user experience that you're losing, right? One of the yeah, cut, best. Cut the memory. Cut, cut one camera. You know, there's so many yeah. things that you can cut. Don't make a 32 or 64 gig phone. Just make a 32 gig phone, right? Exactly. You know, people, people have been fine on the key one, right? Not that I say I, I love having 64 gigs on my key too, but, you know, I know people who don't need 64 gigs on their phone, especially if you're going to include expandable storage, right? And, but, you know, the capacity keyboard, Again, I understand why they're doing it if they're trying to cut price, or I, I kind of understand. But then again, I don't because it's one of the best features on the phone, right? You know, one of the most easy to explain features on the phone, easy to show off features on the phone that you would want people to market your phone for. You know, it's like if I'm using my phone, I don't use my phone screen to scroll through anything anymore. It's the keyboard right. scrolling through, and that's it. You know, if I have to, you know. It, and it kind of makes me want. I would love to have a you know ability to click things with my keyboard. That's a you know a different topic, but you know that ability to do that, be able to scroll through my inbox or scroll through a website or, or Twitter or Instagram or anything, which is by scrolling on my keyboard. You know that's a really good feature to have, and to not have it, you know, I can only imagine myself using this phone, right? Using it coming from the key too, and be like. Wait, oh wait, I can't scroll. That kind of kills my, you know, my stride there. I, I've always looked at inexpensive or entry level phones as that. It's a it's a phone that we could use to talk people into giving BlackBerry a try, right? You're not going to go broke if you give this a try. Try it, see if you like it, you know. And then if if you like it, move on to something a little bit better. Yeah. And that you know it's that capacitive keyboard is a big win. That's something that does win people over. It's something that shocks people when you show them. Yep. You know, I'm sure you've done it where you're showing somebody your phone and you show them that and they can't believe that that's happening on a capacitive keyboard or on a physical keyboard. And yep. you're just you're just losing that. I mean, like a worse screen, a, a single camera, a no fingerprint sensor, less memory, any yep. number of things that could be cut off and I would be raw-rawing this phone. But yeah. when you lose the capacitive keyboard, I, it's, it's a mistake. I'm saying it's a mistake. I said it here first, yeah. or second, actually. Yeah, you said it. Yeah, you're <laughs> second. But yeah, yeah the, you know, it's one of those features where, okay, I kind of get where you're coming from. Let's see, you want to cut money, cut costs, right? But then again, that's that's a big feature. To, it's, like, it's like selling your BlackBerry device without, I don't want to say without the keyboard, but that's kind of like, it's like selling the key to and putting a pearl keyboard on it. <laughs> yeah. right? Everybody remembers the pearl yeah. keyboard. 
not a very fun <laughs> thing to think about. You know, some people could do it, they could type on their pearl, but I was never a fan. So, you know, but if so, it's like putting that keyboard on the key too and, and saying, here, here's your phone. You know, you're kind of taking away the, the full experience of that keyboard, which is, you right. know, not, you know, a great thing to do, but. You know, I, I kind of feel like this is a phone that they're marketing towards people who don't know about this phone. So they're they're not marketed towards you and I. They're marketed towards somebody who's going to go through, uh, who's going to be walking through Walmart one day or walking through Best Buy one day and see this device as a prepaid phone for uh, AT&T's prepaid unit or uh, Boost Mobile or something like that and say, hey, look, a, a, a very inexpensive phone for $300 that I had a keyboard for. Oh, and it's a BlackBerry device? Great. Here's your money. They're not, I don't, you know, are people going to know about this phone? Yes. But I don't think that's not necessarily who it's marketed towards or who it's for. So I don't know. But it's going to feel old. You know, I mean, I'm sitting here thinking about it, and that's, that's what I'm thinking. You, you know, the physical keyboards were a thing of the past. They really were. They're, those of us, you, me, anybody that's watching this or listening to this, whatever, We've all stuck with them because we love them. But the market moved away from physical keyboards. Everybody's on these slabs and, and they come up with the most ridiculous excuses for why they think it's better. They're not. But the capacitive keyboard makes that physical keyboard feel modern yep. as opposed to feeling like an old texting phone from the days before smartphones. Yeah. And, you know, I know there's a lot of people out there who turn that feature off or not a lot, but there's some people out there who turn the capacitive keyboard setting off. But, you know, and I'm sure that's what BlackBerry was going by because they can see who turns that feature on and off. But I really hope they don't go start going by things that people don't use because, I mean, there's a lot of, there's some people out there who don't use the BlackBerry hub because they don't like the hub, right? Yeah. You know, it's. Yeah. That, I'm toast if there's no hub. Yeah. I, I gotta have the hub. Yeah, I mean, and Kyle in the chat is saying that the capacitive keyboard is it's might be an expensive product to, or feature to produce. I guess if they're cutting it, right, you know, for for cost, I mean, they shouldn't be anymore. They've been around since the 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 passport, you know. And I'm not somebody that uses the heck out of the capacitive keyboard. I I use it to scroll. Sometimes I use it to swipe a word, but very rarely. Yeah. Um, but. I, at one point, I had a Passport and a Classic. The Classic didn't have the capacitive keyboard. Nope. And even though I wasn't a heavy user, I mean, I, I think I swiped words less with my Passport. Yeah. But, so man, I, you missed it. Yeah. Well, You the, missed the it on the Classic. You did. The one thing Sorry. I kind of just thought about is, so if there's no capacitive keyboard, does that mean you can't flip type anymore? No, you can't. Yeah. So that, 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 that kills another feature. Right, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't. And again, this is a, a rumor that has been floating around. We don't know if this is official True. or not. So it, it could be a false rumor that's coming from somewhere. But uh, and apparently, in August thirtieth, uh, BlackBerry Mobile was announcing something at, at IFA in Germany uh, or in Berlin. So this is probably what they're announcing. There's no concrete information that says this is their, what they're announcing, but. I have pretty good knowledge that this is what they're announcing, but, <laughs> um, you know, uh, so we'll find out then. And I really hope they don't say the capacity keyboard's not there anymore because I'd be like, well, that's kind of crappy. But I kind of hope they announce it 
and show it and say, we're not releasing this right now because the Brad said it needed a capacitive keyboard. Yeah, so we we're, we're, we're going to be a few weeks. We watched uh, one episode of the Bear Report podcast. It took forever <laughs> to uh, become, get the episode 82. And uh, we determined that their thoughts on the BlackBerry devices are right and ours is wrong. So that's what they're... <laughs> They're one of the two viewers of the podcast right now, so. <laughs> uh, what else we got? I got that's it. That's as far as uh, anything else you can think of that we're missing here. Uh, we haven't really seen any BBM updates, big feature updates, which is kind of odd because BBM's been kind of quiet late, lately. Yeah. Uh, uh, compared to what they've been, I don't know why, but maybe they think we have all the features that we need and we're we're satisfied, but we want more. Yeah, if you're listening. Um, yeah. Someone in the chat asked earlier how the key two sales are going. I don't think we're ever going to find that out because they never said anything no. about the key one uh, or the motion for that matter. And so I don't think they'll they'll be quiet on that for a bit unless we hear any TCL earning uh, uh, call, which I know TCL is not really doing too well company wise, but that's a different story. Well, they, uh, I mean, they did say on the key one it beat expectations, and I think that is the extent of what we're ever going to hear on yeah. this any of these yeah. phones. I would think, you know, and I wonder if the key two is going to sell any less because that people already have the key one, and they're not like you and me who go out and buy these phones r- right away. You know, a lot of these people are like, oh, I have a key one, I'm good for two more years. Uh, thanks to AT&T or my contractor. Oh, that's the other thing. I kind of we haven't really mentioned that. How surprised are you that none of the carriers have said anything about the key two? I'm not surprised anymore. I mean, here's the thing: there's really no money to be made in cell phones anymore. I mean, no. if you walk into an AT and T or a Verizon or a T Mobile, they're not running to sell you phones anymore. They're running no, to sell you those other service. services. Yeah. There's just not much money in phones anymore. They really are just a commodity now. And and I think more people are holding onto their phones longer. And we're seeing these updates that are that are pretty minimal in terms of these phones. Yeah, yeah I mean, even like the the note, right? They go on from note eight to note nine. There wasn't really too much of not much of a difference between the two devices. I mean, under the hood, yeah, but it's not you know, if you're a customer walking through an ATT store, you're gonna be like Ooh, look! That processor's a lot better on that phone. Let me buy that phone. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, it's not like the car engine. You can lift up the hood and be like, "Oh, that's yeah, that's a really good engine right there." You know, uh, but I think the carriers are going to have the number one selling phones and the cheap phones. You know what I mean? I think that's going to be their range, and these really I, these niche phones like the Blackberries just aren't going to be. I there. always thought uh, I've been saying this for a while that I think carrier stores. Are going to be are not going to sell phones eventually, yeah. Because definitely. we're we're halfway there already. Because a lot of these manufacturers push people to sell their buy their phones on on their websites, right? HTC, right. look, that's a great example. I don't, I, I don't think I've seen any HTC phones in a, in a store recently, and that's because you can sell buy them on HTC.com. And same thing with Google, right? Google has one carrier, and Verizon's it, and that I'm sure that's some kind of money agreement, but that was probably something smart on their end because like, oh, we'll just let one carrier sell it and we'll sell the rest because it's it's how people buy their phones nowadays. I mean, 
most people buy their phones at, at unlocked or full retail price. You know, even with the carriers, right? They they buy these monthly installment plans, and even the manufacturers have some kind of same concept where if you buy a phone from Google, they'll let you pay twenty bucks a month for it for two years until you pay it off. Yeah, right. So, I, I feel uh, phone stores are going to be more just service, right? My bill's wrong. My my phone's not working. Help me out, right? That's it. They're not going to be there to sell you a phone anymore, unless it's you know. Or you're going to push you towards like a Best Buy or a Walmart to, to buy these phones. And, you know, again, BlackBerry is kind of in that, has already seen that direction go because they sell you a phone on Amazon and BestBuy.com, right? That's it. That's where you can get these phones at. I'd be shocked if none of these carriers announce a, a, one of these phones. I kind of feel like the carriers might bite on the LE. Device. Right. I do too. So I, I think I, we'll see the LE and carrier. Shops, you know, I'm kind Not of surprised too. that ATT or, or Sprint hasn't grabbed this phone because you know they both they're the only two that, that sold you know a phone for or the key one for that matter, but nobody sold the motion, so you know, I don't know, I don't think the carriers are sold in this device or these devices anymore or devices for that matter. But uh, Kyle says the Note 9 is, a, is the most disappointing phone of the year that might be true i don't know <laughs> um he said the iphone 8 isn't selling well as expected phones are enough now yeah i mean like you said there's not really too many big changes with phones right you know back in the day you had there's really not you had the iphone come out with the big screen and there's a screen you could touch on right so people went from blackberries to iphones now you have this samsung phone that looks a lot like an iphone that that looks a lot like a LG phone, you know, it all do the same thing nowadays. So, you know, I got caught uh, up the other day looking through different photos of old phones. I'm talking before smartphones, all the Nokia's and the LG's, and all. I mean, it's man, back then you had no idea what was coming next. Oh, yeah. you know, as far as shapes and styles and keyboards, and and this was before the touchscreens, you know, and it. And I remember that because I was actually excited about phones and buying them. And I remember there's one that had, I think it was the Engage. It was like a video game phone yeah. before video games were really a thing. Yep. I mean, I, now everything you get is a slab of glass. Yep. And it's like, man, come on yeah, now. I, I was helping a, a customer, a user at work help set up their phone and they're both like a an iPhone SE to an iPhone success, and, it's, and they're like, oh, what's the difference? Screen size. <laughs> Same operating system. It's Does this work, no one work any different than the other one? It's the same phone. <laughs> like, you're getting a bigger yeah. screen, that's it. But This right. one's getting throttled less than that one. Yeah. This one will <laughs> lightly explode on you. The other one will really explode. <laughs> well, that is... It for this week's episode of the Bearport Podcast. Um, oh, I didn't. I don't. I didn't put this in the show notes, but the Bearport Podcast is now available on I think every streaming or uh, podcast app. It's, it's on. I know before the last episode we did that we weren't available on Google Play Music. We are now back on uh, Google Play Music. I think we're just on their new Google Podcast app, which I haven't really been touched yet. But we're on everything that you could think of. Spotify. Google Play Music, podcasts, um, 
Stitcher. Uh, what else? I'll, I'll put up a link in the in the, the description of the uh, or the post of the, the podcast, and you can choose your, your platform of choice uh, to listen to the podcast. But thank you guys all for tuning in. Thank you, YouTube Brad, for for hanging with me on this podcast. And uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, we'll see you guys around later. Bye.